One Saturday evening in the spring of 1946, a soldier with an overseas tan and a kit bag slung over his shoulder walked out of London's Hammersmith Underground Station and was embarrassed to feel a lump gather in his throat and his eyes burn with tears. It was five years since Harry Riggs had last been here in his home city and the strength of his emotions took him completely by surprise. Harry wasn't normally a sentimental type. He had trained himself not to be in the tough environment of the wartime army, and had even managed to put on a brave face when he'd been feeling broken by the loss of much-loved comrades in action. Yet now, on arriving home, he was reduced to tears. Admonishing himself for his weakness, more suited to an emotional adolescent than a battle-hardened soldier of twenty-four, he brushed away his tears with the back of his hand, cleared his throat, and walked on with his head held high. It was raining lightly, and London looked dismal in the gathering dusk. Shabby and broken by war, bomb-damaged buildings left decaying as they were, dust, dirt, and peeling paint everywhere. He guessed it would take years and a great deal of government money to put London right after the German onslaught, but it was home, and he loved every scruffy inch of it. He walked on through the Broadway, which was bustling with people heading for the train station, others queuing at the bus stops, all spruced up and probably on their way to their weekend entertainment in the pubs and dance halls. Saturday evenings had always been the big night out for the people around here. It was well known that even during the worst of the blitz, the pubs, clubs and dance halls had been packed most nights of the week. Harry and his mates had got to hear about it even while in foreign fields, where any scrap of news from home had been eagerly welcomed. As he turned into the quieter side streets, then on into Dexter Street, and paused outside number 10, he could feel his emotions starting to overwhelm him. He knew that the door key would be tied to the end of a piece of string, and he could pull it out through the letterbox, then use it to let himself in. But after all this time, that might be too much of a shock for the family. He'd written to say that he would be back sometime soon, but he hadn't been able to tell them exactly when. Now, he walked up the path to the front door and gave the door knocker a good hammering. His mother Marg, a small dainty woman with soft brown eyes and greying hair, a neat pinafore worn over her clothes as always, opened the door. For a split second, he wondered if he'd done the right thing in surprising her, because the colour drained from her face and she began trembling visibly. Harry, she said shakily at last, the beginnings of an uncertain smile lighting up her face. Harry, is it really you? Yes, Mum, he said, hugging her and holding her close to him, his brown eyes hot with tears of joy. After all this time, it really is me. I'm home at last. Before long, the house was buzzing with excitement, everyone wanting to talk to their war hero. Harry's father, Michael, grandparents Nell and Cyril, who were staying here temporarily, having been bombed out of their own home during the Blitz, and his little sister Ruby, who wasn't so little anymore, he noticed. What have you done to my kid sister? he asked jokingly, as his father got from the sideboard the sherry he'd been saving for this very occasion and poured everyone a glass. She was just a nipper when I went away. It's called growing up, said his father dryly. It happens to us all eventually. I'm seventeen now, announced Ruby proudly. She was a pretty girl, with rich brown eyes and hair, like her big brother, 
a proper adult, so you won't be able to boss me around anymore, Harry. Don't count on it, kid, he laughed, giving her a brotherly hug, his heart full of love for these people he hadn't seen for such a long time. You'll still be my little sister when you're thirty-five, and bossing you about comes with a job. I don't know so much about that, she said, blushing. He was the big brother she'd always looked up to, but he'd been away for a long time and seemed almost like a stranger to her now. She was keen to impress him, but feeling more than a little shy. As they sipped their drinks, everyone talking at once, Harry mentally tuned out, reveling in the simple pleasure of being home and reunited with his loved ones. His parents weren't just kind and caring towards their own family, but were well known in the community for their warm hearts. If there was any trouble in the neighbourhood, it was to Marg and Michael Riggs people turned for help. Mum and Dad, so loving and dependable. Ruby, all grown up and with a whole new attitude to life. And Grandma and Grandad too, still smiling even in the face of adversity. Oh, it was so good to be home.